Well, hello again, and welcome to Confidence Covered by Humility. And this is the podcast where we explore together what it means to lead a business, our companies, our teams, and even our homes with humble confidence. I'm so happy that you are here today because I have somebody very special that I am excited for you to meet. This is someone I am proud to call a friend. And kind of the little setup here is there are some people that you meet in your life and and you find them and you're like, this is a super connector, a person who just sees uh, likenesses and, and synergies between people. They just have this unbelievable talent to connect and they take great pride in doing that well. And that's who today's guest is. So let me introduce you to Angela Pumo. Hi, everybody. And if you're um, anybody who uses LinkedIn on a regular basis, like I do, and like James is, you've probably seen me walking in the neighborhood, you know, taking videos, (laughs) and just laughing at myself and enjoying a good walk, and hopefully taking something away that could, you know, maybe make your day or, you know, give you a breath of fresh air. So that's me. So ciao. Ciao. Yeah. And that's how you sign off a lot is ciao. You I do. do that in your text and, and that's that strong Italian heritage coming out of you. And those videos that you make where you're walking through your neighborhood are so real and they're so genuine and you're just holding the phone out and you're just so, I mean, it's just so natural and easy for you. So you've always been really good at communicating, I, I'm going to assume. Well, when you grow up in an Italian family and um, you're all sitting around and the volume constantly gets louder and louder and louder, you just got to find a way to make yourself heard because yeah. there's so many people talking at the top. And it's normal. It is normal for us to talk that loud. And I used to have friends as a kid, they would come over and go, why do you guys always yell? It's not us yelling. That's just our normal way of communicating. (laughs) That's awesome. awesome. Well, gosh, that's, that's so different than my home. It was just, it was a smaller home and it it wasn't that. So yeah, it's, I love it. I love it because it's just so fun for me to see. And so, well, you know, back, we started talking about this connection. And I was just going to give a shout out to our mutual friend, um, dear friend of ours, Kyle Steele, because he used to do um, a, a, I don't know, what do you call it? An, an event on Clubhouse. I don't know. Was that maybe two years ago, I think? Yeah, it was during and COVID. It was. Yeah. And Clubhouse was kind of new and cool. And we were getting on there and um, he was using it to uh, talk about his segment on One Minute Wednesdays. But then he was just opening it up. And here's this Angela Pumo on there. And I'm hearing you talk. And from your end, you're hearing me talk. And one of us sent a request on LinkedIn, like, hey, let's connect. And from there, you and I have just developed kind of a of a fun relationship. And um, I have absolutely benefited from knowing you because you've connected me to some really amazing people. But again, all of that came back to our friend Kyle. And, and it's just fun how like he talks about it as the tapestry of how we're all, you know, woven together. And, and again, it's, it's because of him that you and I know each other, right? I got, I got to connect to this guy. There's something about him that, um, you know, I, I want to be part of my, my network um, because your cool, calm and collectiveness. And I'm so up here with my emotions and, you know, my antics. I'm like, you know, 
I can learn from James how to bring it, bring it down so I don't overwhelm people because sometimes I walk into the room and I'm like ready to, ready to go. And some people aren't ready for that. So you have definitely helped me understand better of looking at your audience. And I've always been pretty good uh, about putting out my shortcomings when I'm in front of an audience. Hey, my voice is going to get get loud. My hands are going to go flying. It's not like I'm going to take off, but those are things I'm working on. And you were an example I was trying to emulate so yes. I can make my audience and people that you know, I'm in front of a little more at ease. You and this is going to blow your mind. And I've never told you this, but there's the energy that you bring. There are times that I'm, when, if I've videoed myself or somebody has shot a video of me, if I'm done a training or a presentation or something, I'm like, man, James, you could probably bring a little more energy to it, right? Smile a little bit or, or <laughs> you know, amplify your voice. And I'm like, okay, channel some Angela today or channel ah! Kyle, or, you know, like that's, uh-huh. but yeah, for you, I, that's, and I, I truly mean that there are times I'm like, I could, I could bring a little Angela spice into this, you know? And so there you go. And there's times I'm like, I need to uh, my active and my voice needs to be a little less reflective because it can really be all over the place and, sure. you know, help people feel more comfortable um, in what they're doing. So, well, well, there you go. I mean, again, that's the power of a connection. And I, I kind of fall into, so there's some divine moments in some of those, those, uh, those connections there. Well, today, what you and I wanted to get into was just this whole topic of the power of connection and um, taking a deep dive into that and understanding what are the impacts of that? Or what are the some of the, the maybe it's, it's the, a good way to say it is this is the outcomes of of connecting people because there are some people that you and I know that they don't relish in connections. You know, they're they're quiet and or they're very shy. They're very reserved, and they're. It doesn't mean they're they're bad people at all, right? It, it just means that they don't know the power of some of those connections. And then they meet somebody like you who says, "Hey, you need to know this person," and you kind of put them together. And what you have is you have this unique ability to see that. And I, that's why I say it's a talent is you would know that there's something about the way that you think or the way that you view the world, your perspectives that you need to know this person and, and you need to know this person. And here's why. And you don't just like connect us. You, you literally bring it into an introduction and you kind of set it up one-on-one behind the scenes before we meet, you're telling me about them and and you're telling them about me, et cetera. So, Tell, tell me a little bit about this deep dive. Why is this so important to you, Angela? Um, it's just, I mean, it's so simple. It's just a way to give back to other people. Yeah. That's all it is. And when, and this has always been my thing. When you do something without an agenda, just, just to do it, it, it comes back to you in ways you could cannot plan or imagine. It's like when you're walking into the store and you hold the door open for somebody behind you. That's what connecting is. You're just doing it because it's just the right 
thing to do. It, yeah. It's just something that you're already doing for somebody else without wanting and having an agenda. It's self-serving. It's, it's not self-serving at all, I guess is what I should be saying. It's just selfless. You're, and it's just the way I think. You take a walk in the neighborhood. You see garbage. You pick it up. It just comes that natural to me when you see two people and you go, hey, I'm thinking I need you need to meet this person. So I, I've got a funny story to tell you. So you need to ask me what I did last night. Well, Angela, uh, actually, this is funny because I grabbed my phone because I was going to look back at it was last night at 920 p.m. You, <laughs> okay. you text me. Right. And you just talked about um, having this wonderful meeting, but you didn't go into it because you wanted to, to tell me about the story. So what did you do last night, Angela? Uh, I met <laughs> this incredible young man who just graduated from the University of Illinois. OK. Um, and uh, he graduated with a engineering degree with a minor in food science. And those of you who know me knows I've I've been in the food industry for 30 years. So, and I'm not afraid to say I'm in my 60s. I'm one who embraces age, but that's nobody another will podcast. believe it because you look like you're 42 at the most. Oh, <laughs> I could kiss you. But, anyways, so, <laughs> so, and this is how I met Sam. His name is Sam, just like my husband, but my husband is Salvatore. He's Samuel. So, I have, I took a new job. And I needed to know how to fill out my um, W-4 um, because now my husband's on Social Security. So I call my accountant, Then, and I'm going to try not to make this a long story. So I call my accountant, Kevin, who I know, who I've known for years. His father has done our taxes. And I said, how do I do this? And then he stops and goes, oh, my, Angela, why didn't I think of you before? I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you've been in the food business for how many years? My father's been doing your taxes for what, 25 or more? I have a friend who's a client. Their son just graduated from University of Illinois with a food science degree, and he's having a hard time finding a job. Do you mind if I connect you? I go, absolutely. Give him my cell, give him my, my email. So Sam and I have been emailing for the last you know, two weeks. So I said, hey, how about a quick burger so we can meet in person? But in the meantime, I have been connecting Sam with all of my contacts in research and development within the food ingredient part of our business so he could introduce himself and see where we can help him find a job versus going through the online platform. Cause mm -hmm. we all know it's going to go in, it's going to get lost. Mm -hmm. He's a new graduate and my accountant is the same accountant as his parents. We put it all together. And now Sam has been introduced to my industry friends from ingredient and ADM and Danone and all these companies that I have friends with are going to, again, help him find his first professional job. Yeah, that's awesome. That's and that's awesome. And that's what we all should be doing for each other, regardless yeah. of what it is. Yeah. It costs us nothing. And I got to meet a young man that I'm becoming friends with. 
And the server says to him, oh, it's always nice to have a mentor. I go, let's not do the mentor thing. Let's do, we're sharing a relationship because I'm going to learn just as much from him and he's going to be part of my life. And I hope that he will be able to learn and be, and I can be just as much a part of his life and we can work together. And I'm going to bring him to some of our industry um, events that are coming up and introduce him to more people, told him what organizations to get involved in. Why wouldn't you do that for somebody? That's what I did last night. We had a burger. He had a beer. I had a glass of wine. We had a great time. And now he's going to be able to interview with some very nice companies because people are going to set him up and introduce him to the right people, you know, and the rest is on him. He just needs the introduction. So, so you said his name is Sam and tell me what, what did you see in Sam that made you really want to help him? Because I'm going to guess, and and I don't mean this in a bad way, but there are some people that you're like, yeah, you're not, you just don't maybe want to introduce them, but there's something that you see in somebody that you pick up. So what were you seeing? What are the qualities and attributes? Well, first off, I have total faith and trust in our accountant and he wouldn't have introduced me to somebody that he wouldn't think would be somebody that, you know, that couldn't one use help or live up to a standard because he knows me for over 25 years, what my standard of living and what, you know, what I do, what I look for, what's my hot button. Because for those of you who don't know me, I'm like an open book. When, when something sucks, I say it sucks. Plain and simple. You know, diplomacy is not a good tactic for me. I just <laughs> am pretty direct and say what people think. I've learned to say it a little bit nicer. But I did. So he knew. My accountant knew. So I have trust in him that he's going to say, you know, this young man will do you right. Let me pause you for just a second because what I'm what I'm picking up on here is something that we were just talking about you is is having that that talent. That accountant also was making himself present for it. He saw something, but, but when you work with an accountant for a long term and you work with them closely, there's a tremendous amount of trust because you like, that's an open book into your financial records and what your life has been like and what you want to do. So like, there's a lot of trust that's developed there. So when he sees this young man and he knows you, he's the one that made this connection. It's kind of like, it's kind of like how Kyle brought us together in a way, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm he was seeing some of those things too. So we're going to need to come back to that because I think that there's a really important thing that if you're too busy in life, you won't notice those opportunities. But let's come back to that because I want you to finish your story. You were talking about, you know, why, how, how you and Sam got connected. Yeah. And then, so, and in the meantime, I was connecting him on LinkedIn to other people and the other people in my network, because I was saying, introduce yourself. I was introducing them to Sam and because I was introducing them, they're like, great, I'm going to introduce you to this person because I know that. And because of the reputation and the credibility and just, again, I don't, I'm not, I don't have an agenda. 
when you show up with the right intent and whatever you put out in the world, the, those that is what's going to come back to you. So if you're putting out positivity, I'm a firm believer positivity will come back in yeah. ways that you cannot imagine. And also on the other hand, if you're putting out bullshit, you're going to get bullshit back. So just right. mind your P's and Q's there. It works both ways. The energy I'm putting out there, it it tends to find its way to other people. It's like a magnet. It draws mm -hmm. us. And at the same time, if you turn the magnets and, and both the north are pointing at each other, both souths are pointing at each other, it's a repellent, right? That's the thing that's so yeah. amazing about that is there are times when you look at somebody and go, you're... I, there's no way that because the, the vibe that you put out, the energy that you put out, your attitude, the way that you care, um, conduct yourself and carry yourself. You're like, no, I can't introduce you because a Angela, there's a very important thing here is you, when you make connections, there's an integrity piece on the line and it's your integrity. So like when you introduce me to Bill Caskey, mm -hmm. you are putting your integrity a piece of your reputation on the line and if and if i don't follow through with with an introduction like that or i don't represent myself the same way that i've done with you and and i kind of treat that other person as as a jerk or or as as a means to get something they look back at you and go no and, and it kind of tarnishes your own reputation have you ever experienced that or have you seen people do that Oh, I've seen it, but people in my network, they know yeah, how yeah. I am. And, and, you know, there, there better not be any of that. You better follow <laughs> through with what you say. I've been in sales for a long time. And the biggest thing that you can do is not do what you say you're going to do. And your credibility diminishes and trust is not built. People put their trust in you, whether it's a future or potential customer, your employer, or somebody you're connecting. If you don't do the simple things you say you're going to do, that that's that's what's remembered versus mm -hmm. the other stuff you do. That is so. Let's not do, let's not. So you know, and if. And if something happens where I did not follow, I make sure I acknowledge that, hey, I told you I would have this. I need a few more hours or a couple of days, but you acknowledge it. You just don't, don't, you know, not do it and say, oh, they'll, they'll understand. No, because you got to understand they're counting on you. When somebody counts on you, you make sure you follow through. And again, that might come because I'm the oldest of four. I always felt like I had to be my two brothers and my sister's protectors. I had to be there for them. And it just carries on. And I even, my husband, Sam, is the youngest and I'm the oldest. So it's the same thing in our relationship. So I just say, God, why did you make me first? <laughs> because now <laughs> it's a role I gladly take to be there for other people. That's, that's a, how, you know, how I roll. I was fortunate enough to be able to be the oldest and have younger siblings. I married somebody that's a younger sibling and, you know, it's just my lot in life that I've, am very blessed to be able to say 
<laughs> to have because it's fun. Well, if, if people are watching this podcast on YouTube, they're going to see your vibe. They're going to see your energy. They're going <laughs> to see your smile and your genuineness, your warmth and, you know, that spark, all of those things that make you so awesome the way that you are. If you're listening to this, there's an inter interesting thing too. My guess is that you can also sense it because of her, the Angela, your, your tone, your, your inflection, you know, the, 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 the pace at which your conversation changes from time to time. Like to me, that's a really engaging um, person to meet and, and want to know. So like, I think there's another piece of, of this connector, the super connector, which is you're somebody that others want to know what, what makes you that person? Um, what makes me that person? Uh, I had a, a, um, boss, a manager say to a customer in front of me, when I introduced the customer for the first time to my boss, we were at a conference and he said, and, and the customer's like, yeah, Angela's great. We, we love her. And he said, this was one of the biggest compliments I have gotten. And I cherish it to this day. He goes, yes, she's the most, she's the most genuine, just unobtrusive person. And she just, you know, that's just, that's just her. She has no agenda. And if, if anybody walks away from a conversation thinking that I, I wanted something from them, then I did not do them right. Here's another piece into this. And, and I, so, right. I, I maybe asked you an unfair question. It's like, why are you awesome is basically what I just asked you, but let me, let me paint why am, why am I awesome? Just because my, hu my husband tells tells me that every day. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm going back through text exchanges here on my phone um, between you and I. On Monday, August 21, 9.03 a.m. Good morning, handsome is how you started that. I'm like, come on. <laughs> and it was because you were wanting to introduce me to the Greens gals. And, um, okay. you know, right. But so my point with this is I'm, I know I'm not the only person that you think of and that you send a text on a Monday morning or, or a Tuesday at 7 PM or whatever it is, you, you are constantly thinking about others and that's that selflessness. And that is exactly that vibe that you put out there. I'm answering my question that I asked of you for you to say, don't ever change. That's so true to who you are. And that absolutely um, solidifies the reason that people want to know you. And that when you do want to introduce me to somebody or them to me, when Angela says it, you're darn right. I'm going to follow through on it because I trust you. I know how you think. And also I don't want to let you down. I don't want to be the person that says, yeah, I'll get in touch with them. And and then because I know you're going to ask me later, hey, did you ever get in touch with such and such a person? And I don't want to have to tell you some lame excuse like I was too busy or whatever. I am going to follow through on that. And that's part of the my word to you. It's part of my integrity. And, and I'm not going to be perfect at that. I'm going to goof it up from time to time. But I really hope that I don't. But the reality is, is that when when you do something like that, I want to follow through, Angela. That's that's the tone that you kind of have created, and I love it. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I have I have a rule when I don't ask people if they 
have done something that they're supposed to do. Even, you know, when I've had direct reports or teammates and colleagues and things like that, this, this is my, my standard thing that I say, Hey, what can you share about A, B, and C? So it's already assuming because you're giving that person, Hey, they, she trusts me. She knows I can do this. I didn't, don't ask like checking up on somebody. Hey, did you do this? It's just like, Hey, what feedback can you share about your conversation with A, B, and C? Yeah. And when you approach people that way, they are one, like you said, they're not going to want to let you down, but I also make sure to tell somebody you're building something for yourself not for me. Don't do something for anybody else but yourself. Take that because you're somebody unique and special and go out and do you. If you want to be lazy, that's going to come back on you. You choose what your intent and how you want to show up. Mm. And that's how, it is a choice. again, that's such a great way to just a reminder. It's a, it's a conscious choice we have to make, isn't it? And I rather have a conscious choice of knowing somebody is already going to do what they say they're going to do. And I say, Hey, what's the feedback? Yeah. Cause versus did you do that? That's a, a, a different question. It's not, did you do what's the feedback? Cause you know, they did it. And that shows somebody that you have, trust in them. And when you do that, you see people soar, young people, older, it doesn't matter who you are. When you know, somebody believes in you, oh, God, yeah. you can conquer the world. Yeah. And I, I've said this before to my clients in, in one-on-ones or in training rooms, the most important or the, the, the I say it this way, the four most powerful words that you could ever say to another person, or I, I believe in you because, and, and if you can qualify it beyond that, that's when it really starts to go. And here's, so basically you're saying, I, if I say, I believe in you, Angela, then I'm going to tell you why this is what I see. This is, this is the thing that you do. This is the reason that I have that trust, that confidence in who you are. That's, that's, um, I love that you went there because to, to, to pick up on what you just said, that is why people soar. That yes. is incredible. And you know what? How many times are we told good job? <laughs> right. Yeah. How many times? How yeah. many times? Nice job. Good job. And that's all you say. Yeah. No. Take it further. Right. What about this? What brought you to say good job? Your your follow-up was very detailed where you took where the customer was able to follow through. That's a good job because now they understand that. But when you say good job, it's like you're checking something off your list. Mm -hmm. You're not grocery shopping here. You're dealing yeah. with people's developments, the way people are going through their day, whatever that may be. Tell them why. I went to school when I was older. Okay. I did not go to college right out of of high school. I, I, I've got my BA from uh, DePaul University in my 40s, got my master's in when I was 50. Wow. I would get 
papers that I painstakingly had to write at that age, go back to college and go, what's a thesis again? You mean I got to do that? So when I would get a paper back and the, the teacher or instructor would go, interesting. And that's all there was. I pushed back. What about this was interesting? I always wanted to know. Oh, good job. What about this was good? Did I put the paper together good? Was the subject good? And it got me thinking to add more when you say something to somebody. Because just saying nice job, good, interesting, interesting can mean either way. Right. Elaborate. Let people know why you thought that was a good job. What did they do specifically? Just that's And that's about paying attention and not being in a hurry to move on. That is so good. What a perfect segue because you, you are precisely right in that is that, you know, if you get that mark that says interesting, do you mean interesting, like weird, interesting, good, interesting, I disagree. And I think you're full of crap. Like <laughs> it could go all these different ways. And, and this is where I wanted to come back to where I said we would come back to earlier in the conversation here is in order to do these things well, you have to make time for it. You can't be overly busy. You have to be intentional and then take the action and whatever follow through there is to it. And, and if you're not making time for that, I think that from a, from being a connector or an encourager or giving somebody helpful, honest, timely, specific feedback, it is all about, you have to have created the time. And then I think you have to marry that also to, to the, uh, to the selflessness of that, you know, because if I tell you that I'm too busy to do something, that's a selfish thing to say. I don't have time for that. It's it's like, well, I don't have my priorities in line. And, and I think for you to be that connector, that encourager, the giver of feedback, the builder into somebody, the, the phrase that came to my mind as I was listening to you is like, you're speaking life into them. And, and it all comes with age and experience. I mean, I, you know, this, this took me a while and it started kind of hitting home when I went back to school as an adult, because I had some amazing professors and instructors that showed me that were examples of how to do it and how they made you feel when you seen it being, you watched them do it in a classroom to somebody else. And then when you were a recipient of that same thing, and it's like, God, if I feel this way, I should be making other people feel that way. Mm. I remember being in, in, um, in my master's program and I was almost done, but then there's new people coming through. And it was a program where you had to give presentations. That being in sales was easy for me, not so much for other people. There was a there was a girl, a young woman in my group who was deathly afraid of public speaking, mm-hmm. where she was breaking down in the hallway crying. Oh wow. That she was, didn't that's want intense. She was so scared. I just went put my arms around her and sat there and held her. And I said, you know what? You go out there and you just, you 
present it the way you feel comfortable doing it. And if you make a mistake, guess what? Nobody knows. You're the only one that's going to know if you didn't follow the things you wrote uh, wrote out. And she had everything written out. I go, give me that paper. I took it, ripped it up, threw it away. I go, now, take a deep breath. (laughs) Just go out there and just tell them what's in your heart. You're getting so caught up in following what you wrote out. You're missing you're missing the learning and everything. You've got it. And you know what she did? (laughs) I took the paper away because she was so worried about following and making sure she got an A and she put so much pressure on herself. And she she was so afraid. She just needed somebody to say, you know what? Regardless of what turns out, you're okay. And you have me and everybody else. We're still here for you. Man, that's a, that is a great story because, and I laughed hard there because I was like, I was picturing myself in her spot and being all amped up and, and nervous and having that emotional. And then you just took my paper away permanently. Like you, you, you tore it into pieces. I'd had a little meltdown right there. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, I'll never remember these things. And then, and then, and then I was sitting there thinking about too, like if I, if I'm in that moment with you, the presence, the confidence that you're instilling, the belief, all of those things are being transferred from you into her. That is something remarkable, that transference. And I, again, I had wonderful examples. My professors at, you know, DePaul University in Chicago, I'm going to give them a shout out because that program and what they, they build as a community was was like my wake up call and i hate to use the aha moment because you know it's so overused but that's when i'm like wow look at this community look at this right in front of me i want to i want to emulate it i want to be a part of it i want to give it back and and you know yes it started in my 40s. It's never too late for any of that to happen. Right. I'm sure there was underlining things, but it just came to fruition then. And that was the most greatest experience I ever had going back to school after I was married and, you know, had a mortgage and I wasn't right I brought experience to that. You look at things differently, and I was able to really understand how, what makes people not just surfacey things, but the underlining part of what influences, impacts, and motivates. Mm-hmm. It's it's, and that takes a lot of patience to understand that with other people because we don't come with an instructional book and each individual is different and you've got to be willing to just take that breath and not go well I did it this way no 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 it's not going to work for for them you've got to understand where they're coming from and their experiences and the big word empathy, that's when it started to take shape 
at that time in my life. And I seen how very, very important empathy is in everyone's life. Yeah. And, you know, and how the word humble comes in, how it's not a weakness, it's a strength. It all comes together. For sure. Hey everyone, this is James, and I want you to be the first to know that I've just launched a brand new free email course called the Five Day Founder Bootcamp to Creating a Thriving Corporate Culture. Now, whether you're a founder that's tried everything and for some reason it just hasn't worked, or if you want to uncover the secrets that will reignite your high-performing teams, the Thriving Culture Guide has everything you need to use your culture as a competitive advantage and bring back the good old days. This free guide contains some of the absolute best tactics and strategies for creating a thriving culture in your workplace. For example, the topic for day four is the one simple phrase that most organizations get dead wrong and founders have the voice to fix right now. Whether you're a founder or not, maybe you're a leader in a company, I designed this guide for you. And you wanna know the best part? You don't even have to wait for day four. You don't have to wait at all. This entire boot camp was built to go at the pace that you want. So instead of having to wait five days for the whole thing to drip in, well, you can just click right on through and get it all today if that's what you want to do. So just go to thrivingcultureguide.com. Once again, thrivingcultureguide.com and ask for it today. So Angela, here's how I'd like to kind of wind down this, this topic of being a super connector. So for you, it's an easy thing, uh, I think. I think you've got, obviously, you have natural talent at, at doing this. You have this this dr- desire and this drive to be excellent at it. You love doing it. What are four or five or maybe it's only three, What are whatever the number is it is, uh, what are some things that you would teach me uh, or teach our listeners to be a great connector of people? What would you pass on? Um, first off, it happens at, sometimes it's, you know, you're not even planning for it. So, you know what, if, if an opportunity arises, don't be shy. Don't be shy. There's no script. There's no nothing. Just, you know, everybody knows how to say hello. Hey, wait a minute. You know, you know, so I would say, don't be shy. Right intent always. Don't have an agenda. People pick up on that. And then you're not going to connect. They're going to walk away. It's about building a relationship that's sustainable. Not just a relationship. I mean, relationships can be good or bad, right? But you want a relationship that is sustainable. And don't connect when you want something. It should be something that you're doing just because, just like holding that door open if somebody's behind you when you're walking through it, that's how easy it should be. Yeah, that's really good. I, I think it, you know, I think there's this um, potential thought if, if, if you're kind of uh, nervous about things like that, that you miss some of those simplest things. And it's like, no, just be a good human being. Just be nice. Yeah, that's and, it. And I think there's another piece of it too, which is 
I think at the heart of what you've talked about today, which is just getting curious, you know, tell me, tell me about yourself and you know, what, what gets your, your juices flowing, if you will, what, what makes you excited? What do you look forward to? And, and I think just having that level of curiosity then kind of guides that and it, and it makes it easy. There's a, there's something I learned about myself uh, when I was back working at the, um, I don't know, at the job that I held at, at the most of the corporate level that I had, you know, that's what back when I was chief culture officer, there was little left of me at the end of the day, very, very little left of me. And what I mean is I was emotionally drained. I, w- I felt physically drained, uh, mentally drained, all of these things. And that started to pull on other you know, energy tanks too, like your spiritual life, et cetera. I just felt drained. And what I didn't do, I didn't have much of a network outside of that company when I was there. So when I, when I resigned and started out on my own journey, one of the things I said was, well, I just want to go out and meet people. So I started getting a hold of people that I had met through there and just said, Hey, I, I was love to grab lunch with you. Let's grab a coffee. Let's get to know each other. And that was a lot of fun for me. And what I, what I learned to do in that is I don't want to talk about myself. Like I wanted to be interested in them. I wanted to learn about them so I could, you know, I'm listening. And it was just something that, that for me, that was a really great skill to develop to the point where I didn't have anxiety or fear or any of those things about going to meeting a stranger for coffee. I knew that we would be able to carry on a conversation because I was just going to focus on getting curious about them and learning about them. So I, I think I would add that into the mix. Um, a- anything else based off of what I said, inspire, you know, further thought on you or what? what yeah. What are, I mean, Bill, Bill, Ka- Bill Kasky is a perfect one for this. It's like, you know, when you put things out there, you, you add value to somebody just because, yeah. So if yeah. I, I mean, and that's where the intent comes in when you show up with the right intent and you're putting things out there with not wanting anything in return. Yeah. And I think that's so vital right there. If you come in with this expectation that I do something mm-hmm. nice for you, it's going to come back. It's it's false. Yeah. And the other person can kind of sense that. I mean, I I take real joy in seeing other people successes. Yeah. yeah. I I I really I really do. I mean, people that I've worked with in the past, you know, and I see them on LinkedIn and things like good things happening to them. You know, and I want to tell everybody that's listening now, if you're using LinkedIn, don't do those canned congrats and just hit it and move on. Say yep. something in there. <laughs> That's a great say say something. And when you see things like that, you know, and when I left my full time job because I was going to semi retire and I made a video that I'm going to kind of be on sabbatical. Yeah. And you don't know how many people who reached out for me from all the years in business. Remember, Angela, so great to see you. Has the time flown by, you know? And that's when you put things out in the world that are, that are kindness, goodness, right? all those things. Years later, people are coming. If you need anything, let me know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and I just, I, I, I can't appreciate how my whole network just it came and said, you know, we're behind you. You've, you've, you're where we hope to be somewhere, you know, um, at the time in my life. Um, and then another, I wasn't going to work. And then a girlfriend called from the UK said, Hey, come and join us. And that's because you, you know, I did not look to get anything from anybody. Yeah. That's how things happen. That's how the right things happen. There's other things that could happen, but right things do happen when you show up with the right intent. Oof, that's a great, that's a great truth bomb. I, I think the right things happen when you show up with the good, with the right intent. That's beautiful. I, maybe it's a, I would say maybe a good place to kind of wind our conversation. I like leaving it on a powerful high note like that. So, so Angela, uh, because you're a super connector, but people who are listening may not know you yet. You, you know, that's for sure probably going to be the case. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you and, and connect with you? Is it, is it LinkedIn or is it some other way? Um, LinkedIn, if you, um, if we're not connected, send me a connection request, but do not just send the request, put a note in there. There you go. Why are you sending me this request? I get stuff all the time. Hey, I thought found your, your background interesting. Can we connect? Mm -hmm. And I send a note back. What about my background is interesting or resonates with you? Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. When I send a connection request, I tell people why I'm connecting. Well, I think Simple. anytime that you can personalize that connection request, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I heard you on the podcast. I, uh, I love the post that you put out last week. I just, it resonated with me. I would love to connect with you. Uh, hope, hope you're, you know, willing to include me in your network kind of thing. Absolutely. That always gets you a connection. You know, they'll almost always accept that, but, but there's too many bots out there or there's too many people that are teaching people to just go fishing. And, um, yeah, you're going to get those requests and, and quite honestly, it, it fills up your your time, your inbox with all this stupid stuff. Like I got one this morning and and we've never connected. The guy didn't offer to connect and it was just a, a basically a fishing uh, expedition on his part to try to sell me something. And it's like, no, just ignore this conversation. In fact, I delete those conversations and I don't accept that friend request. So. No, I, I, I get some of those. I mean, and I get a lot of financial planners and, and I take the time to say, hey, you know, you know. I want to wish you all the best in, you know, in your, your business, but I've had the same financial planner and he's done very well by us. And, you know, I hope you find more, you know, the clients that are right for you. I mean, I've been in sales for how many years? Yeah. It's hard for me just to diss somebody. <laughs> I, I, that's just, that's just me. Um, you know, uh, but that, that's what I try to do. Send, send a, send us a, a personalized note. It doesn't have to be long. It's, it's not hard. That's and all. again, I think it comes down to, it's, it's almost part of your own integrity when you do that. I think it is being intentional about what you're trying to do, honest, open, genuine about what you're trying to do. And, um, I don't know, to me, it's, it's just, it puts that personal touch on it and it, and it builds your brand, you know? So, 
Well, Angela, I I think it would be cool to maybe put another podcast, you know, talk with you again on the podcast about maybe connecting. Um, I, I didn't mean to use that word, but maybe to tie together the your ability to connect and how that helped you in sales too. I think that'd be kind of a fun separate conversation to have. So okay, let's consider we'll doing do that. that in the future. And hopefully, yeah. I'll have an update on um my new my new um friend and connection Sam on oh, yeah. how his how his um you know job hunt is going in in the food science and research and development yeah. and engineer he wants to be process engineering for systems in a food company so we got our work cut out for him but <laughs> it'll happen well that's awesome yeah i i definitely would love to get updates on that so well angela it has been just it's always great to talk with you you know that yeah, I feel that way. but um it's it's been tremendous to have you on the podcast i've learned some things today that i didn't know uh, previously and and, and again, you're just, your heart comes through and I can't thank you enough for being, being on. Well, thanks for having me. And, um, Hey, did the grandbaby come yet? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yesterday. 12.03 text me. <laughs> it was a text heavy day, right? There was I a bet. Lot yeah. Um, yes. Warren was born yesterday and, um, uh, Rhett, I got a picture last night from from his mommy had taken it. So we have Daddy sitting on the on the on the chair holding baby Warren, and then Rhett, who's three and a half, sitting there, and he's got his I'm a big brother shirt on. I actually made that post on LinkedIn. You'll have to you'll have to look it up today. So Will do. See, that's the what a great way to end. That's the the power of connection. <laughs> it's like real genuine interest, you know. So, yeah. So, well, congratulations, Grandpa, <laughs> and to Grandma. Give her my best and the we'll whole do. family. Yeah, we'll do. Same to Sam, and and thank you. And um, for all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in today. I hope this was a great episode for you, as as it was for me. And we'll catch you again on the next episode of Confidence Covered by Humility. Love you, dude. Ciao. <laughs>